This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Hello, hello. Welcome back to Peak Northwest, an outdoors and travel podcast by The Oregonian and Oregon Live, dedicated to the adventure and exploration of our beautiful Pacific Northwest. I'm Jamie Hale. And I'm Vicki Connor. Together, we take you to some of the most beautiful and interesting destinations in our region, discussing where to go, what to do, and places to see. And with summer now finally in full swing and school being out, I know a lot of people are in need of ideas for things to do with their kids. So we'll be taking some time to talk about places to go and how to do it with kids in tow. That's right, Vicky. whether you're a new parent or your kids are a little bit older, or maybe you're hosting a family in town or hanging out with your nieces or nephews or grandkids or whatever, you can really never have too many kid-friendly adventures just to have in your back pocket. So while I've seen plenty of families out and about during trips I go on, I don't have any kids of my own. So I I don't consider myself any kind of expert on what it takes to go adventuring with kids. I'm there with you. And while I consider my dog Stella as my child, I don't have any kids either. So the good news is that we have a lot of parents in our newsroom here at the Oregonian. So joining us today on the podcast is our engagement editor, Julie Evenson, as well as none other than our podcast editor, Andrew Thien. Julie, Andrew, welcome and thanks for joining us today. Thanks for having us. So start us off. How old are your kids? Well, my kids are five and three at the moment. Uh, and my kid is nine, uh, going to be 10 in the fall. Awesome. Awesome. So I guess first off, starting out, when you guys first learned that you're becoming parents, did your mindset kind of shift? Were you super active before? Were you wondering like, hey, can I still do stuff outdoors and bring my kids? What was that like? I'll say that that was not top of mind for me when I found out that I was going to become a parent. I think that's something that I thought about more later. I don't know. This seemed like there was a lot more (laughs) immediate stuff. Um, I am a runner, and I think that was one thing. I was actually training for the Portland Marathon when I found out that I was pregnant. It was a little bit of a surprise. And so I was worried about like continuing to maintain my activity level, but until she arrived and I started to buy all the the gear, you know, I had an off-road stroller and all that stuff. I think I think some of those concerns came later once the once the child was more of a reality. Andrew, how about you? I would agree that most of the time you're just kind of worrying about <laughs> the health of the baby and the parent and <laughs> trying to make it through the days. But, you know, I'm not a big for example, backpacker or anything like that. So it wasn't like I was 
foregoing uh, adventures that I had done previously. But I do like to get out for long hikes. Um, and that's definitely something that once you have a kid, depending on a lot of factors, that might be something that that's going to be on the back burner for a little bit. I will say, though, my kid is actually more of an outdoors person than I am. And so, uh, you know, as she has developed her own personality, uh, it's pushed me to do things that I don't normally do. I've always been more of a glamper than a camper, but I own a really nice tent now and and we actually go out a lot more than uh, pre-kids. It's kind of unavoidable in the Pacific Northwest, right? If you have kids that grow up here, like they're, they're probably going to go outside in some capacity at some point. So I feel like when that moment comes and you decide, okay, I want to take my kids out hiking somewhere or out in nature in, in some way, where, where do you go? Where, how does that, what's that decision like of deciding where, where do we go? Where can we go? You know, what are they, what are they capable of? How do you make that decision? I think it depends on the age of the kid. For me, I've still got a, a kid who's napping. So a lot of my life revolves around nap time. So that kind of means that you have to ha- have a circle of activity that's maybe a little bit tighter or a little bit longer enough to accommodate a return that coincides with a nap because kids need routines. Um, at least my kids do. Some people are more fly by the, you know, by the seat of their pants, so to speak. But so for us, it was, especially with the pandemic, spending so much time outside, there was a lot of, you know, stuff around the metro area, a lot of city parks, a lot of metro nature parks. And um, luckily we have so many great choices to pick from. I would echo that. My, um, my kids a little bit older than than Andrew's kids, but especially during the pandemic, not having all of those regular things to do made us a little more present in in the space where we live. Uh, you know, I live on the east side of the metro area, uh, and you know, all of Portland has great green spaces and parks and stuff. But you know, as you get out east toward the gorge, um, there are even more of those spaces, and they tend to be larger. And we, during the pandemic, when, I mean, it's not over, but when it was really locked down, we started to explore around our area a lot more. You know, there are those parks that you drive by and maybe don't always stop because you're on a schedule and kids especially have schedules. But we started to do more stuff closer to where we live. Like I said, I'm on the east side of the metro. Uh, Blue Lake Park is out here. Uh, Oxbow Park is out here. Uh, that Sandy River Delta area, um, mm. 1,000 acres is an off-leash dog park. I also have a, a dog in addition to a human child. And, <laughs> uh, we spent a lot of time out in those spaces. Um, there's a there's a great park out in Clackamas that also has camping, and I'm blanking out on the name of it. And Andrew might know the the place that I'm thinking of. It's kind of out toward Eagle Creek. Uh, but that's got great trails and kid areas and it's day use, but you can also uh, get a, a tent camping spot for the night. So we started to explore a lot of that. Andrew, can you think of it or no? <laughs> um, no, I don't. I don't know. I'm a new... I'm a new Clackamas okay. County resident relatively, and um, it's on my list of things to do to explore out there, but I have no, no knowledge. <laughs> I'm a newbie. I should have Googled it before I brought it up. And Milo <laughs> McIver is over there. Yes, Milo McIver. I actually think it's a place that is close to that or adjacent to that, or it might even be their campground. It just has a different name. 
If I if I can find it, I'll uh, I'll give you the name. So I'm curious what you all have planned, especially now that you know summer is here. If you have uh, any go to spots or maybe something that's more of like a bucket list adventure that you know you'll be uh, doing with your kids. Well, I'm uh, kind of in the thick of my peak vacation season, I guess. You know, probably one of the most kid friendly places uh, in. The state is is Sun River, um, and that's a place that I've spent a lot of time through my life um, out in Central Oregon. Um, you can bike for miles and miles and miles and miles and miles. You can drive, you know, 10, 15 minutes and be uh, hiking on uh, on trails to massive waterfalls. You can uh, take a little drive down 97 and, and be up at Newberry Crater, which uh, anyone who hasn't been there, strong recommend on that one. So yeah, in terms of other adventures, we're kind of at a point where the five-year-old's capable of doing a lot of stuff, but the three-year-old is not as capable sometimes and is kind of obstinate. So it's, <laughs> that's a challenge that you have to navigate <laughs> as a parent is, especially if you have more than two kids sometimes or two or more kids is sometimes maybe they don't both want to do the same thing. Um, and you can't make a kid do mm -hmm. something <laughs> not, not possible, not going to lead for a happy kid or yeah. uh, a happy parent, I would say. By the way, it's uh, Barton park in Clackamas. It's the place that I was thinking of. <laughs> yeah. You know, we don't really have a, like a big bucket list trip. That's an outdoors trip this summer, but last summer when some of the restrictions started to get lifted, uh, we did a week-long uh, camping trip up in the San Juans, and that was mm. pretty fantastic. You know, I've that's one of my favorite places, but I had never gone there and camped before. Yeah. Uh, I, like I said, I, I like glamping. We had gone and stayed uh, somewhere where they had these you know, yurts and those fancy canvas cabins, but that doesn't really count as camping. Uh, but we went up there and we did some tent camping for a week on uh, San Juan. Uh, north of Friday Harbor. And that was, that's like, that's perfect for kids. Um, the place that we stayed at was, um, <laughs> I'm having like <laughs> memory problems today. Um, anyway, I will find it. Uh, this is what parenting <laughs> does to your brain. <laughs> it's, it's just a fact. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. But anyway, there's, there's, oh, go ahead, Andrew. No, I was just saying it's, uh, you know, Bucket lists are, are maybe things that that parents of young children don't really have, <laughs> or maybe it's just maybe it's just <laughs> me. Um, that's that's a luxury uh, in a lot of respects because like th that's what makes um, that's what makes all of our parks and nature areas around the metro area and green spaces so desirable because you don't have to plan ahead. You can just kind of check them off mm -hmm. as you go um so whether that's like a new place like the newell canyon nature park uh in oregon city that i checked out recently that's super fun or you know just going to urban parks um like you can easily kill an hour or two at peninsula park in north portland any time of year i've you know and you're not killing time it's it's always enjoyable and that's really kind of the way that you have to look at it as a especially if you have younger kids is you're looking for ways to get outside and enjoy yourself but also it's got to be truncated it's not you know you're usually looking for specific windows of time that you're trying to get out and enjoy as a family um, and so that's kind of what we focus on most weekends got it 
So having an older kid, you do have that flexibility to go farther, go longer. Uh, you know, it depends on the temperament of your kid, even as you head in, maybe especially as you head into the the tween years. But like I said, my kid is, uh, she's very outdoorsy. She's very active. She loves animals. Last summer, we did go up to the San Juans and do that tent camping trip. And the place that mm-hmm. we stayed is a private camping resort, essentially. Uh, and it's called Lakedale on uh, San Juan, and it's uh, it's actually uh, just across the street, Jamie, from Duck Soup, which is a restaurant that I know that you like. Uh, it's in that area, <laughs> yes. and it's structured as a summer, like a traditional summer camp for families. So you go and you tent camp. They have a mess tent, and they have a general store, and they have a craft area, stand up paddleboard, and and do you know all those activities. But you can also go make tie dye T shirts and beaded bracelets and all the stuff that you'd associate with like a 1980s summer camp. And so that was probably the the bucket list trip last summer. And that was that was a lot of fun. That was a great experience. Um, and we went with another family who all had kids around that age, you know, seven, eight, nine. Uh, it's a good experience. So going off of that, Julie, I'm interested to know, so your daughter, did she has she always enjoyed the outdoors? Was it something like she kind of picked up or how did she get to, you know, where she is today? Uh, She's always liked the outdoors. She's always liked to be outside. She's, you know, she's always liked to be active. Like with most things with kids, it's, you know, were they born that way or, or is it something that they, (laughs) they learned by experience or probably a bit of both? Uh, you know, like I was saying earlier, uh, I am a runner. I like to do trail runs. Jamie and I have talked about that on this very podcast before. Um, and so, you know, I ran while I was pregnant. And uh, after she was born, I invested in the very expensive baby jogging stroller that could go, you know, on trails. And and she loved it. You know, you get a lot of parenting advice and, you know, there was a lot of, oh, you shouldn't take that baby out for that long and she's going to get fussy and she's not going to like it. And, you know, it isn't even really good for them to be outside that much, to which I say, <laughs> I, yes, I, I think it is. <laughs> she's always loved that. I remember her being probably eight or nine months old and, you know, running along the Willamette River on a really nice day. <laughs> I looked down and she'd yanked her little baby socks off and stuck her feet up in the air and like spread her toes so she could feel the wind off the river through her toes while we ran. Uh, and at that point, I was like, I, yeah, I think she's an outdoors kid. I think I think she might just be wired this way. I'm always so curious about kids and about, you know, being the parent of young children, especially. And Andrew, maybe you, you can talk to this. Um you know, when they're young, is there like this idea of like, well, I got to get them acclimated to the outdoors while they're young. Got to get them out, you know, this, the, the carrier, I got to get them out on the trail. Um, or do you just sort of not try to control it that much? Oh, we were always very conscious about, um, cause a lot of it is you want to get out of the house. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like you can't seriously, you can't underrate that. Um, you know, there's a sense, especially in the early weeks after you have a newborn, you know, everyone wants to get moving. You want to get going, you want to get outside. And, and so, um, and you want to be with your friends and you want to, you know, you don't, you don't want your life to, um, it's obviously changed forever, but you don't want it to change in a good way, but you want it to change. Like (laughs) you want to be able to do things like that. So, yeah, I mean, like, Kids are resilient. The rain, for example, has never really bothered my kids because, you know, we've just had them out there 
um, whether it's in that stroller from an early age or in these full on rain suits that look like they're, you know, from the deadliest catch. Um, <laughs> and my kids are, you know, content doing that, um, you know, until and most normal people would be exhausted. So, um, but it's curious, like, you know, I wouldn't recommend like some people who said, you got to get a hiking backpack type of thing. You know, you got to kind of feel it out. I feel like, cause some kids, my kids did not like the hiking backpack, neither one, but that didn't affect their ability to go on. You know, I wasn't going to be going on seven, eight, nine mile hikes, but a couple miles, um, they have no problem. So yeah, it's all about what you expose them to. And, um, you know, what's more fun than going on a, on a family hike. I got to say like, you know, Andrew is talking about having newborns and getting out of the house. And I got this advice, uh, when my kid was a tiny baby and there's some science behind it and, you know, everybody's, your mileage may vary, but it definitely worked for me. Um, and it's not something you would necessarily think about as a new parent, but what I was told was that babies, if they're inside too much, they can get day night confusion. So if you take them outside for a walk in nature for at least an hour every day, they learn when they're supposed to sleep and when they're supposed to be awake because they're exposed to the sunlight, which kids now don't always have that experience. And, you know, I was fortunate enough to have, uh, you know, a pretty long maternity leave when she was little. And so we did that every day and that kid slept through the night. It, if you need a reason to get motivated, uh, <laughs> take your baby outside so that they sleep. Well, speaking of pro tips, we're going to talk more about getting outside with kids and speak more of key tips and tricks from Julie and Andrew to ensure a relatively smooth time, maybe, right after a short break. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. All right, we're back from our break and we're talking with engagement editor Julie Evenson and podcast editor Andrew Thien here at The Oregonian talking about getting outside with kids. And we talked about some favorite places before and now we're going to get into some tips and tricks. So obviously we mentioned a few short ones um, and you try to be as best prepared as you can when you're going somewhere with your kids. Um Anything that you've learned throughout the years, maybe just, you know, if you're going somewhere relatively close by, what are you bringing along? Anything maybe from earlier on in the years when they were smaller to now older kids? Uh, Andrew? Uh, yeah, I have, a, I have lots of advice. Uh, definitely, you can never have too many snacks. That's for one. <laughs> um, if you don't have snacks, then... Make sure you have snacks in your diaper slash to-go bag, whatever you're using as a backpack. Uh, and I would highly encourage you to, um, if you have young kids, to get an, and this is not a sponsor of the podcast, but I'm going to go ahead and do a plug, get an <laughs> OXO portable toilet seat. Um, this is, your kid's going to have to pee. Um, 
and you're going to be in the middle of Forest Park or in the middle of Washington <laughs> Park or, you know, in the middle of any park or just like a hundred yards away from the car and they're going to have to pee. Um, and this is a thing that you can have in your backpack <laughs> where you can just like plop it down. Here's a bag, pee in the bag, take it with you. I mean, honestly, it's a lifesaver. Um, those are a couple recommendations and, and set your expectations. Cause I have a problem with this still sometimes where it's like, I want to do something you know, I, I, I think, oh, okay, we've crossed this threshold and the younger child can handle X, Y, or Z and she can't. And that's okay. <laughs> You're not going to be able to do um, a five mile hike sometimes or basically ever um, with kids that age. And that's all right. You got to like reset your expectations. Totally. Totally. How about you, Julie? Uh, I think my biggest uh, tip is sunscreen. <laughs> make, make sure make sure to bring lots of sunscreen I have you know even my kid is older still you know, even still I have uh, sunscreen in every bag I have it in both of our cars um, you know I at different kinds for different activities and I make her wear a sun hat and you know especially in the Pacific Northwest where we don't get exposed to the sun for half the year and then we do um, it's just you know, as a as a new parent of a young child, I had a couple bad experiences where we did not have the sunscreen that we needed. And there's nothing that makes you feel like a bad parent in the outdoors than your little your little kid is all pink and unhappy and that's you know, never again. So, you know, that's a pretty basic thing. I think there's a lot of choice out there. There's a lot of gear, there's a lot of expensive stuff available to parents and a lot of it is great, but it really depends on your kid. Um, my kid also did not like to ride in a backpack. That was just not, she wanted to walk. She wanted to run. Um, exactly. you know, I tried, I tried the front pack and the backpack and, uh, neither one of those, uh, was something that she was interested in, but, um, you know, I wasted a lot of money trying to find the perfect one. Um, and eventually <laughs> Andrew is <laughs> laughing because I'm sure he had that experience too. And like, it's okay. You know, if that's, if that stuff's not going to serve your kid, like it's all right. And I did, you know, invest in a pretty nice, um, jogging stroller and that was absolutely worth it. I used it until she was five and told me it was embarrassing. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, but then, you know, then we bought her a bike and we bought her a bike that could go off road with us. So, you know, you're going to find what works for your kid as they, as they develop and as you get to know more about their personality, but you know, don't be overwhelmed by choice. It's, you know, it's okay to try stuff. And if it doesn't work, there's always somebody who'll, you know, buy it on Facebook marketplace or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Aside from from the gear that you two both have, have really um, covered pretty well, uh, are there other ways, Julie, perhaps that you can um, prepare yourself or prepare your child before you're going out there? I think I'm maybe one of those parents that Andrew was referencing earlier, who's a little bit more by the seat of your pants. You know, as long as I've got water and snacks and sunscreen, like we're we're up for an adventure. But I think it's easier to do that because I only have one kid. So, you know, if we try something and it works great, we can spend all the time we want to do that thing. Um, if we try something and it doesn't work, again, it's not as big a deal because I don't have to navigate another child's expectations. So we kind of pick something that sounds cool and we just go do it. 
uh, because I, you know, we have those fewer complications uh, because we're a smaller family. I would say that like talking to your kids about um, specific features of where you're going and like, oh, we, do you think like asking them questions like, do you think we'll see woodpeckers or especially like one of my kids is really into wildlife um, and she loves knowing about things. And so if you kind of prepare them, especially if it's someplace they haven't been before and you never know, like <laughs> my kids are just firecrackers. So sometimes they'll be, <laughs> just be like, no, I don't want to do that. Um, and so, yeah, for me, it's like trying to, trying to, uh, set myself up for, uh, success by, by thinking like, you know, maybe, maybe we're not going to be able to do this ambitious thing today, but like trying to lean into things that my kids love and enjoy. And, uh, I know about, about them that they will enjoy is like a good way to, uh, psych them up for an adventure. It sounds like it. You know, it kind of takes a mentality shift being a parent and knowing that things are not going to work out the way that you might intend it to. And you have to be able to kind of go with the flow. Yeah. And I mean, there's stuff you can do, especially with older kids. Older kids have the have the words. They have the language to tell you what they like and what they don't like. And and they give you pretty clear signals of like what's going to keep them engaged and, you know, what they're kind of going to kind of be all the way out on. Uh, my kid loves animals and she loves cameras. She loves to take pictures. So if we're going somewhere where like maybe, although she loves the outdoors, so it's often not a, a challenge to get her going. But if she's not in the mood, but it's something that, you know, we've committed to and there's somebody else involved, you know, I'll be like, oh, hey, you can use my uh, my good camera. You can take my good camera today and take pictures. And, you know, kids, you know, Kids let you know. They they let you know what's going to keep them engaged in in what you're trying to do. That usually works, by the way. And you can't go wrong with the coast. You know, just uh, yeah. getting them in the car and driving to the coast is never a bad idea, like, especially yeah. if you have a dog as well, like uh, both Julie and I do. And dogs plus kids plus the Oregon coast is uh, you know a universal success rate in my experience so that's yes. that's that's like a break glass in in case of emergency do a day trip to the coast even um it's never let us down and we're so lucky we're able to do that we did that with our um our younger dog our pandemic puppy a couple of years ago so during 2020 and i was like i had that same you know dogs love the coast it's gonna be great kids <laughs> love the coast it's gonna be great and we got there and my daughter was thrilled and uh, our dog Opal was not thrilled. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> she was little. She'd never seen the ocean before, and I have never seen a dog like quite so scared of the waves. And so, like, we kind of had to work up to it. But it, now she, now she really enjoys it. But she would much rather be in the snow. She is, she is a mountain dog, not a beach dog. <laughs> <laughs> Well, before we let the two of you go, um, I wondered if you had any last minute advice or uh, maybe any uh, recommendation in particular of outdoor destinations to go with kids. Julie, why don't we start with you? Sure. As far as recommendations of specific places, um, there's there's so much. There's so much choice. Um, but I know one place that is that is very popular. So, you know, you have to pick good times to go and, and when not to go. But uh, my kid loves Multnomah Falls and she loves the hikes up behind Multnomah Falls. That's, it's such a, 
it's such a place that everybody goes, but for a reason. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, you have to be careful um, choosing which trails you go on. Some of them are, you know, not kid friendly for younger kids. But, you know, if you have older kids and you know what they can and can't handle, that's just like a great spot. Yeah, I've been waiting to I think the five year old is can handle that now. But um, my kids get so turned up when they're in the wild too like that you know it's fun to watch them run but like you know that that's worrisome when there's like large ledges on either side of you um i talked about central oregon a little bit sparks lake is like a a big time favorite that's super family friendly and not too far um in terms of distance and um there's no like horrible danger um, so that's one that I would recommend. Um, and, uh, all of Jamie's recommendations around the Portland area. I mean, we've picked off so many of these and I know that you guys are talking about this in another episode, but, um, there's so many great spots like in the burbs, whether it's out in Hillsborough or in Camas or, you know, in Oregon city, there's so many great spots to go. So just try someplace new, get out there. Yeah, I, we kind of talked about uh, pro tips and, you know, Andrew brought up a, a one that I think is really important. Um, there are so many trails and there. Are, if you are not somebody who's familiar with all of them, check before you take your kids, check, uh, t- check before you take your dogs. You know, kids and dogs love to run ahead of the party and explore and that's great. But if you don't know what the terrain is like there are places that you know might not be treacherous for you but definitely could be for kids so i always look online and get other people's feedback about whether something's appropriate for for my kid at whatever age they're at awesome amazing advice from from both of you andrew julie thank you so much for coming on and giving us so much good advice um giving and i shouldn't say as i should giving some parents out there some good advice (laughs) for going outside (laughs) with their kids Julie, Andrew, thanks for coming on. Thank you. Thanks. Well, Jamie, it sounds like if I ever have kids, (laughs) who knows? (laughs) I have some great recommendations from Julie and Andrew here. Yeah, they they sound like really great tips. But as someone without kids, it's really hard for me to understand how, how good of the tips they are. They seem really great. And I know coming from great parents like them, um, they are, they must certainly be rock solid. So folks, if you have kids, if you're going to have kids, if you are going to go out, like you said, with nieces, nephews, little ones of, of, of any kind, um, some really great stuff there from Andrew and Julie. But that's going to do it for us today. So until next time, you can watch our videos on the Oregonians YouTube channel and view all of our travel and outdoors coverage on OregonLive.com slash travel, as well as HereIsOregon.com. Please leave us a rating or review if you enjoy the show. And if you want to support this podcast and our local journalism, please consider a subscription to Oregon Live. You can find details at OregonLive.com slash pod support. Also, if you're a fan of the show and are interested in potentially sponsoring it, you can get in touch with our marketing people at advertise at oregonian.com. This episode of the show was produced by me, Vicki Connor, alongside Jamie Hale and Andrew Thien. Stay safe and happy travels, everyone. Until next time, we leave you with this 10 seconds of Zen.